Matthew 5, 5, and blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. Here we come again with this inheritance business. The promise to the meek, the submissive in heart, is that they'll inherit something, the earth. What would that look like? Reigning and ruling, occupying that which is yours. It's called dominion, and it was what Adam had but lost. Jesus has won it back for us, but we have to press into what he's obtained in order to inherit. No one drifts to the top of a mountain. Inheritance is a theme we constantly find in kingdom living. As we've seen, we can give it away like Adam, trade it like Esau, or disqualify ourselves by our behaviour. Paul constantly warned that bad behaviour would preclude entrance into the kingdom and therefore our inheritance, the reign and rule of the king in our lives. Take a look at 1 Corinthians 6 and Galatians 5 sometimes. It's all there. The kingdom is when the rule of the king is two things, constant and continual in our lives. He can't cohabit with the things mentioned in 1 Corinthians 6 and Galatians 5. Light and darkness cannot live together. Once we accept Jesus as our King, once we come under the benevolent dictatorship of the Holy Spirit, our government is changed. We begin our kingdom journey. We allow the King to change our character into the nature and character of His. Romans 8 29 and 30 in the voice. From the distant past, his eternal love reached into the future. You see, he knew those who would be his one day and he chose them beforehand to be conformed to the image of his son so that Jesus would be the firstborn of a new family of believers, all brothers and sisters. As for those he chose before. And he called them to a different destiny so they would experience what it means to be made right with God and share in his glory. We are being conformed to his image. This has been God's plan from the foundation of the earth. Someone like him in nature and character with whom he can have fellowship. He cannot fellowship and will not fellowship with our fallen nature. He had to put Adam and Eve out of the garden when they fell. When we come back into a love relationship with him, we must be changed into his likeness. We need schooling on how to live this new life. So it's all about unlearning. We are destined to be conformed to his image. So the very first step is to say yes to this transformation process. You can't say no and Lord in the same sentence, remember? Peter tells us in 2 Peter 1 that these things are incremental. We retain each virtue as we move on. They build on one another. So we never forget our first lesson, but build our character steadily and surely by adding to our realisation of our poverty and mourning for what we're not, by longing to achieve a higher place from which to live. We climb, staying broken and dignifying any trial that God in his wisdom, allows. This kingdom life is totally unlike anything we've ever seen before and it requires a marathon mentality. Meekness is humility in action. You can't be proud and meek at the same time. 
Meekness is self-effacing. It's the opposite of self-righteousness, arrogance and pride. It doesn't boast in its accomplishments. It's unpretentious, gentle and sweet in nature. It's not defensive and it doesn't attack. Meekness is an inner strength which accepts correction or criticism without sulking or needing to retaliate. It's humble and patient and docile under the provocation of others. How's it working out for you this morning?